You're listening to Hey Bitches Podcast, episode 37. Before we get into today's episode, I just wanted to say that today's episode is brought to you by Patreon. I am so excited to announce that Hey Bitches has an official Patreon account with many tiers such as Lil Bitch, Bad Bitch, and That Bitch. When you join Patreon, you get early access to episodes, you get bonus episodes every single month, you also get exclusive merch discounts, as well as access to the members-only Facebook group where we hold monthly live streams, hangouts, Q&As, and all that good stuff. If you love Hey Bitches as much as I love creating it, I really, really would appreciate you helping me out over on patreon.com slash heybitches. Every single tier donation counts and I would absolutely love to have your support. Again, that's patreon.com slash heybitches. Now let's get into the episode. Hey bitches, what is up you guys? It's your girl Carly. Welcome back to Hey Bitches Podcast. Hope you guys are having an incredible day. I am so freaking excited to do today's episode because I guess you already saw the title, but We are doing a brand new installment with my BFF Nikki called Men Ain't Shit, where every single month we sit down and we discuss all of our trash men stories that have happened to us in the month. Which is always a lot. Which is always, (laughs) unfortunately, like a lot of the time. So today we are talking Men Ain't Shit and the Four Day Rule. Do you want to say hi, though? Hi, I'm back. Men are still (laughs) shit. It's me. (laughs) Men are still shit, and we are back at it again. Uh, um, But yeah, so like it says in the title today, I thought we would talk about the four-day rule. So this is something I've been giving Nikki shit about for like a while with her (laughs) dating life because, I don't know, it was kind of a disaster. We'll get more into it into the episode, (laughs) but essentially, we're talking about the time that you really should be taking before going on a first date, like how much should you know about the person before you go on the first date and all that kind of stuff. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Let's discuss my vision or like my, I guess, go to always is four days. So like I'll match with someone, I will give them four days to make a plan. And I mean, it's not like if we don't do something in four days, I'm like a bitch about it. Like I understand people like have other commitments or could be going out of town that week or whatever. But that does tie into how much you really should talk to each other further on, which we'll get into. But four days for like normal people is what I give them to plan a first date or like a first encounter. Nikki, on the other hand, I have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) My problem is I always end up, I think my problem is First of all, I have to talk to a guy for like two weeks before I'm sure that they're like not some like weirdo who's going to like embarrass me in public and I get so nervous about dating that I just need to like overanalyze the person for two weeks before I'm like willing to go out with them. But it has caused me a lot of issues because I spend like two weeks talking to them and getting to know them and things get like deep and then I meet them and there's no chemistry and I'm like, wow, I've just wasted two weeks. And it's not even that... It's like you've wasted two weeks. It's literally like you've squandered the opportunity to even, like, get to know them face-to-face. Yeah, because I, like, already, like... Because <laughs> you already know, know everything. everything about them, which is... I don't know. I'm the exact opposite. I, like, don't want to know about you that much, like, within the first couple of days that we're talking. And I think it's because... I Well, so my opinion on it is that you shouldn't be going into, like, deep subjects, like breakups or like dreams and aspirations or anything kind of like that like where do you see yourself and blah 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 and like all that kind of like deep 
stuff before your first date. And I feel like that because the more that you talk to the person, the more that one, you set up an unrealistic expectation of your he- in your head of Ow. who, <laughs> I'm, I'm really talking to you. You set up an unrealistic expectation of who they are because yeah. they're being who you want them to be via text or maybe they're like, I don't know, like I get it. People are like awkward in social settings and all that kind of stuff. And like, it might be easier to do things over text, but you're literally setting yourself up to meet a version of the person that's not what you were texting. Yeah. Because you're not giving yourself a chance. Like, you don't get to see their emotional reaction when they tell you about your breakup. You don't get to see their emotional reaction when they tell you about their dreams and goals or, like, their family life or whatever. It's just all intact. I think it, like, stems from my hatred of small talk. Literally, someone on Tinder will be like, hey, and I'll be like, what's your darkest emotional trauma? Nikki. (laughs) (laughs) I hate small talk so much. And I also hate getting to know people in person because I'm so awkward. Okay, yeah, but it's (laughs) been not good for you. It has not. So at the end of the last episode of Many Shit, we were talking about this guy who I was excited about that I was talking to. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And... I was literally like, wow, talking to a guy for two weeks and then meeting up with him really didn't work well for me. I'm going to do it again. So Mm -hmm. I kept talking to this guy and okay, basically we talked for two weeks and like got super deep talking about like our lives and like past relationships, like talking on the phone at night, like all sorts of things. That is also, I feel like the phone is like a a wishy-washy type of thing because like sometimes a light-hearted phone call, like a 10-minute light-hearted phone call is fine before a first date because then like it is also a safety thing like you get to know them like not via text via like phone call but if you're having like literally and 2 a.m like uh, what's your like deepest insecurities <laughs> kind of conversations i don't know why i do this that is <laughs> <laughs> so anyway what happened was we like kept talking and he was like super super into it, it was like i want to date you like very Like, I was like, oh, are you just looking for something casual? And he was like, no, like, I definitely want something. And just, like, acted very, very, very into dating me. Mm -hmm. And then he seemed a little off the day before our date. And then he basically was like, so I don't actually want a relationship. And I was just trying to be what you wanted and all of this stuff. And then thought he was, like, a big old good guy for at least telling me before we went out. And I was like, why would you act like that for two weeks? Literally. And just make someone, like, your emotional dumping ground for two weeks to be like, oh, no, I don't actually want a relationship. And see, this is why you don't go into deep stuff before you meet I someone know. in real life. <laughs> because... I'm, I'm agreeing with the four-day rule. I'm saying <laughs> don't be me. <laughs> it's because I feel like you have a really bad habit of trauma bonding. Ow, that's true. So, Nikki, like, what Nikki likes to do is she likes to share her traumas. And then, and I feel like I do this too. So she likes to share her traumas so that she can get the other person to share their traumas and they can bond over their collective trauma. And therefore, that makes you feel more emotionally connected to the other person. And then you set yourself up for disappointment because you haven't even met them in real life. True. Maybe I should just hide my trauma for a bit. I, you know what? (laughs) I would suggest maybe not bringing up the trauma at not before the first date <laughs> definitely <do> <laughs> definitely not before the first date if it comes to the subject on the first date then fine but don't text them what is your darkest secret <laughs> 
I think it's literally because I can't do small talk. Like, I, I wouldn't have but anything to say. I have to be like deep things, past relationships. No. <laughs> you can do small talk on not deep emotional fucking conversations like that. You can do small talk on where do you see yourself in five years? You can do like, or not small talk on where do you see yourself in five years or what are your biggest goals and aspirations? Not what was your biggest heartbreak? What was your biggest familial trauma? What was your biggest? That's so much more interesting though. Yeah, but save it for the first date. (laughs) Okay, I'll save it. (laughs) Don't fucking, (sighs) don't make somebody share your entire, their entire like chest of traumas with you before you meet them because the reason I say this is because it's almost like you guys know each other before you go in to the date so when you get to the date it's awkward because you're like oh well I already know everything about you but we've never hung out in person and I'm comfortable with you in your online presence but like in your real life presence I don't know if I'm comfortable with you because I've only talked to you over the phone or over text or whatever for the past two weeks. So I've bonded with this like online, I don't want to say fake, but like basically fake version of you that is not somebody I know in real life. You know, it's kind of like um, celebrities. You know how you're like people, setting like, yourself follow, up for disappointment. Yeah, people yeah. like follow like so in depth, like celebrity life and all that kind of stuff. And then they see their favorite celebrity or YouTuber or whatever. And it could be a big disappointment because who they are online sometimes isn't always who they are in person. I think that's like a big, a big reason why things aren't working out with you and other people because... Well, this didn't even get to the first date because when he was like, oh, I was just pretending. I was like, okay, I'm going to not go out with you then. So I I haven't, I literally haven't even now met this person because I was like, I'm... So literally went through two weeks of that to not even go out on a date with him. Exactly. And now he's just replying to my Instagram stories and I'm like, please stop (laughs) well and the thing is too is like the shittiness of that also could have been avoided by not doing that for two weeks yeah because i could have met him and realized either that i liked him or didn't and then wouldn't have had to go through all of this yeah my biggest thing is like on tinder nowadays and like every dating app like a lot of people are like oh look i'm just looking for hookups but there's so many people who date off of tinder that whatever you go on the first date that person, even if they went into the mindset that they were looking, just looking for hookups or something casual, you could meet up with that person and hit it off, Yeah, which could turn into a relationship. Like you're hindering yourself by not meeting them face to face. Yeah, that's true. And like, I feel like I'll never, like, I never know until I like meet the person that I want something like, Mm -hmm. if I like don't like them that much and I'm like, I can just be casual or if I'm actually interested in them. Exactly. And so by doing this whole two week thing, like, this is the the good example for this is the doctor from the last yeah, many episode. Yeah, that was yeah. Like that, he whole, made himself seem great, and then was just a mess, a bad person. <laughs> exactly, but like that whole thing could have been. <coughs> Sorry, I have to take cough breaks. But that whole thing could have been like avoided if you would have talked for three days and got on a first date and then been like, mm, no, literally, no. You're you're right. So, I yeah. I but just, I gave the four day rule a chance. We're segueing into the unfortunate next story. <laughs> you guys, I'm taking a quick minute to remind you that Hey Bitches is officially on Patreon. From one dollar to five to ten dollars per month, you'll be able to support Hey Bitches on Patreon and get exclusive access to early episodes, bonus episodes, merch discounts as well as to be able to interact with us in our exclusive members-only Facebook group. All you 
have to do is head to patreon.com slash heybitches, select your tier, and you're good to go. Again, that's patreon.com slash heybitches. Now let's get back into the episode. Okay, so I was like, yes, Carly, you are so right. I'm going to do the four-day rule now. So last weekend, I matched with a guy on Tinder from, like, the city I'm from. Um, (laughs) From our small town. (laughs) From my small town city. Okay, so I matched with a guy, and then we had, like, a very funny conversation. Like, it didn't get, like, deep, deep, but I was just, like, it was just funny. I could tell he had, like, the same type of humor as me. And I was like, okay, I'm trying something new and, like, not talking to a guy for two weeks and Mm -hmm. then not liking them. So I asked him to hang out that Wednesday. And then I ended up being sick and having to move it to Friday. But Mm -hmm. so I did the four day rule. I feel like I could do it this time because I had a good feeling that we were going to get along. Mm -hmm. Like if I like to talk to someone and was kind of unsure, then I would have never done this. But I like got the vibe that we were very similar and like the same kind of things and had the same sense of humor. So I was like, okay, it should be fine. So I went and met him on this date and we had a really good date. I thought Um, it was like a little awkward, but I'm always decently uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) and can't help it but it still I thought went well and then he asked me to go back to his place and I was like sure not in like a weird way we were just his ex okay so (laughs) the spot we went on a date he said his best friend and his girlfriend were like at another table and then his ex-girlfriend was at another table Love Love that. that. Love that for us. So he ended up being like, it's really awkward that my ex-girlfriend's here. Can we just like keep hanging out at my place? And I was like, okay, sure. Like that was pretty sly. Uh (laughs) So we went back to his place and just like showed me around. And then we just like talked while the movie was playing for a couple hours. He didn't make a move and then took me home. And then the thing was like near the end of us hanging out, he was like, what are you doing next week? Like we should go for dinner, all this stuff. And just, like, made it seem like there was definitely going to be a second date and that mm-hmm. it went really well. So I was like, okay, yeah, sure. And then he dropped me off. And then the next day, I didn't hear from him. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, fuck. Didn't hear from him. So I was like, okay, whatever. Like, uh, I ha- was going to Edmonton to see Carly. Um, what did we do yesterday? What do you mean, what did we do yesterday? We had a whole eventful day yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right, I was <laughs> So, I met Carly in Edmonton and we were going to our friend's going away party because she got married and is moving to Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went to this party. Um, Carly almost got in a fight. I did almost get in a fight. Just check her <laughs> TikToks on it. I did um, do a TikTok on it. I did almost get in a fight. I saw myself with crazy eyes. It was a lot. But <laughs> the second this girl started like going to fight Carly, I was like, "Okay, I'm filming." Literally. <laughs> I'm here for the content. Nikki said collateral as well as content. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I swear the universe is just like, you want content? Here, bitch. Literally. (laughs) Here's some shitty man and a bitch that wants to fight you. Literally. Yesterday was such like a weird fucking day for me because like I had two dudes just come for my fucking neck. Yeah. What the (laughs) fuck? Fuck you, universe. Literally. <laughs> Yesterday, they were like, no, we don't want to see you thriving. Literally. Like, okay, good. Yeah, great. But whatever. So we went to this party and Nikki had texted me earlier and been like, do you want to go out after? And I was like, I don't know. Not really. Like, I'm not really in the mood to go out, which is normally the other way around. I'm always <laughs> yeah. like, let's go out. And Nikki's like, I don't want to go out. I'm sleeping. <laughs> but Nikki was like, I want to go out and sent me like the purple devil emoji. And I was like, oh, no, she's serious. <laughs> So I I show up to the party still thinking we're not going out. 
and it's like 12 a.m. She almost wore sweatpants to this party, and I had to be like, Carly, no, put on some real pants. Thank you. <laughs> I did so much. almost wear sweatpants because I didn't think we were going to go out, and I was like, it's just our friend's house party. But so halfway through, or like in the middle of this girl trying to fight me, we get a phone call from our friend. And she's like, meet me. I'm and this call. is our very, very wild friend. She's our most, big, she's wild. probably one of the most wild people. She's the most wild she person I've ever met. She's the most wild person I've ever met. She calls Nikki, and then Nikki gets off the phone and turns to me in the midst of this girl trying to fight me. <laughs> and she's like, our friend just called. She's gonna call us back in thirty minutes and tell her where to tell us where to meet her. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> just the wording of the call. I was like, are we? What's happening? Is this like an operation? <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, is this like, do, are we, is it an undercover thing? Like, what's going on? Like, do we have to make a scene? Like, so I was like, okay, whatever. So 35 minutes pass and she calls and she's like, hey, do you want to go, do you want to go to Greta tonight? And we were like, sure. So Greta is just like a bar in our city that opened pretty recently. And so it's still like, it's busy and bumping and new. We're like, yeah, sure. So we hop in an Uber after this like going away party and we get to Greta or, like, we go pick our friend up from her apartment. We get to Greta. We walk in. We're standing at the ATM, just minding our own damn business. <laughs> and past me, with, like, the ferocity of, like, a whoosh, like, past me, this dude with plugs <laughs> walks past me in a haste, taps Nikki on the shoulder. Like, like a, pretty like fucking a, hard, too. It's <laughs> just like... Hey man, <laughs> literally says "Hey man," gives Nikki like a a bro slap and walks into the bathroom. And Nikki turns to me and she goes, "It's the guy I went on the date with last night." Like what the fuck? And the thing is, she was like, he hadn't told us where he was going. Like none of it. And we did. He doesn't think... live in the city. Like we both knew we were going to be up in Edmonton, but the ch- like the, the chances. chances. We're the universe wild. said, fuck you, Nikki. <laughs> yesterday was just not it for us. It, <laughs> it really not wasn't. It. But uh, anyways, so then me and Nikki are standing there staring at each other just in absolute shock. And I was like, <laughs> what? We're still standing there because our friend, our other friend is just wiling with all the people around. And I'm trying to take cash out while also policing her and making sure she doesn't like run away from us and so i'm taking this cash out whatever and i just feel another whoosh past me and it's him coming out of the bathroom and then gives her another bro slap and it's like hey and i was like huh like just like a hey and just leaves and i was like okay so whatever we go about our night like so strange it was so strange and like then, if i was ghosting someone i feel like i would just be like Literally, I wouldn't make it known that I was there to them. You would have just been like, hey, what's up? (laughs) I don't know. I think it depends. It depends on if, like, if I was ghosting someone, I don't know. I feel like I would avoid them. Or, no, I would avoid them. Yeah, I would avoid them. I would avoid them. Yeah. Like, I I wouldn't go out of my way to be like, hi. But I also wouldn't go out of my way to make plans with them. And, yeah, just so... This is a weird ghost. (laughs) It, It really is. So... We continue on with our night, and apparently everybody we've met in our lifetime is at Greta. <laughs> Actually, I, like, walk in, and it's, like, guys from my hometown, and, like, Carly's best friends, and, like, more people <laughs> from my hometown. And just, like, tons of people we know, and people we went to school people with. People from my sorority, like. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, tons of fucking people. 
And so whatever, we're chilling. Like we're walking around this bar and we're seeing people left and right. And our other friend too knows fucking everyone. So we're just <laughs> literally everyone in Edmonton knows who she is. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so we're uh, running around this fucking bar and all, all damn night. And we end up, the thing is too, is we keep switching from friend group to friend group. Like sometimes it's us and our one friend that we came with. Sometimes it's us and our other friend group walking around the bar, or sometimes it's just the both of us or like, it was just all over the place. Or sometimes it's like one of the random friend groups that Nikki had or that I had. And it's just like, we were just all over this bar. And so I remember we're standing there and talking to my sorority friend, talking to your sorority friend. And from behind me, the guy walks from behind me and beelines it to an empty table. And I stand there and I watch him do this. I see it like Carly's little like wheels turning. I was like, oh no. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, Nikki, I feel like clocks that I I'm really debating on if I should go over there or not. And I didn't give a fuck. I was like, sure. <laughs> like I, no, no no. She like she really didn't actually care that much, but like I was like, do I do this now? <laughs> do I not do this now? I really had a moment of hesitation and Nikki was like right next to me and she knew that I knew (laughs) and I was like staring and I was like, so I just dip out of this conversation. I wasn't even having the conversation anyway. I literally leave and this guy has his head down texting and I beeline it to him and I grab the back of the chair and I pull it out and I sit down. Carly just marches over with a purpose. I literally beelined it people around were probably like i literally just said this one and i <laughs> went over there and i go i go to be like hi i'm carly and he fucking reaches out and goes you must be carly and i was like oh no <laughs> and then this is where it gets funny he like sits down and he's like you must be carly and i was like yeah like i'm carly it's nice to meet you he i, I can tell he's like so not ready to have this conversation because he's like oh yeah i just sat down here to get a breather <laughs> You're like, not today, I literally, I literally said, that's too bad. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so then I proceeded to be like, nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. Tell me about yourself, X, Y, Z. So he tells me his job and all this kind of stuff. And I asked him his body count. You really just went. I really just went in because you said to him at one point that I would be the one that would be interrogating him. Oh, yeah. I remember on our date, he's like, Carly's welcome to crash our second date. Yeah. So he said that and I was like, well, I'm here now, so I could do it now. So I'm interrogating this dude and you can tell he's totally just not into it. And I was like, bitch. So we're talking, we're talking. And then the date gets brought up and I like just pop into my first round of date questions just to be like, how was it? And he was like, oh, it was really good. And then I was like, I hear your ex-girlfriend was there. And he was like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, did I tell you about the time that Nikki's ex-boyfriend was at the bar and our waitress had to take away our utensils? (laughs) And he was like, no. And I was like, oh yeah, like we also made like a little makeshift, a makeshift, a makeshift shiv. We, you. (laughs) Gage helped me. He was on my side. Okay, sorry. Allegedly made a weapon. Allegedly made a weapon. And then our server had to take away all of our knives because I was wildin'. And then I also told him the story about how I sent him a passive-aggressive muff dive (laughs) and all this stuff. And then I was going to get into the grill of the questions, but then he goes, Nikki is coming. (laughs) Because over my shoulder, Nikki, of course, is... Well, I thought you would have gotten to the, like, questions by then, and I was like, I need to go to end this. No! (laughs) I was trying to just get a sense of, like, his feeling around it. Yeah. You know. Anyway, <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't get to. 
actually get into like the hard hitting questions because then Nikki sat down and I wasn't going to be like, why didn't you go on a second date? <laughs> why didn't you text her back? Blah, 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 blah. So Nikki sat down and then we had like boring ass conversation. Like, what's your sign? How old are you? Do you want to stay in Edmonton forever? So then we depart from this conversation and I was like, all right, nice to meet you. Bye. And he goes, yeah, nice to meet you. And then he goes, Nikki, I'll text you soon. Why? (laughs) Just don't say anything. (laughs) Literally. So, like, the whole debacle was that he literally didn't text Nikki after their date. Nope. Didn't follow me back on Instagram. Didn't text me. Even after he was like, blah, 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 second date, blah, blah, blah. Like, just, I feel like if I was on a date and I didn't think it went well, I, A, wouldn't invite them back to my place, Mm -hmm. B, wouldn't make plans, and also wouldn't say, I'll text you soon. I feel like that's just mean. Like, what's... What is the point? What is the point? So, anyways, (laughs) we, whatever, don't see him for the rest of the night, whatever, and our friend Lo is at the bar next to us. She works at the bar next to Greta. So we're like, I text her and I'm like, hey, you're working tonight. Like, we'll come by and say hi. And she's like, yeah, I'm working tonight. And I was like, all right. So we like go find our friends. We do our rounds of goodbyes. I pick up my coat and it's like 140. So it's like a dump, like who switches bars for reference? Like our bar, our bars close at 2 a.m. So it's like 140. And like who would switch a bar at 140 in the morning to go to a different bar for the last 20 yeah. minutes of open? We were literally just going to say hi to Lowe. Yeah, and that's it. We literally leave. just went to go say hi to our friend. Like, we had no intention of bar hopping. It literally was just, if Lowe wasn't working, we would have just stayed at Greta. We walk into the pint, and at first, we're, like, going, she works in, like, the back bar, so, like, we're going towards this back bar, and I look up, and, of course, in front of me, I'm greeted by two plugs. <laughs> I look at him, who's right in front of us, and I go, oh, fancy seeing you here, and he turns around, and he has, like, a look of terror in his eyes, and he's like, this bitch is literally stalking me, like, she's gonna kill me, and I didn't see him again once that night. No, me neither. But- he probably yeeted out of there. He was like, this bitch is actually crazy. <laughs> I really had a lot happen to me that night. Like, I was she, pretty volatile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no. So we saw him again, and I was like, out of all the people who could be in front of us at this other bar. After the first bar. After the first bar, it had to be him. And what was weird, too, though, is, like, I did not see him with a single other person. I didn't see him with anyone all night, either. I just just saw him individually. Same. T. <laughs> T. But I don't know, like, it was such a weird thing. For reference, he didn't text her this morning. Absolutely not. (laughs) Also, for reference, this is my, I think I'm taking it hard, this is my first time being ghosted ever. Like, I don't know how I've managed to go through 24 years and not be ghosted. I feel like the universe was like, okay, it's your time, bitch. Yeah, to be fair, you ghost everyone. I ghost everyone Men could have a whole Nikki ain't shit podcast. I totally understand. (laughs) Nikki ain't shit. (laughs) Yeah, I deserved to be ghosted at least once in my life, so. This is the time, and she's been very dramatic about it, (laughs) because it's never happened to her before. I've never been ghosted, (laughs) I'm so mad. (laughs) So. It wasn't even a bad date. I thought at least, I don't know, maybe. (laughs) Who knows? I also asked him what his favorite pasta dish was, and he answered a weird one, and I was like, "Mm, that just really did not work out, and. I tried, but. It's better that it was only four days of talking and then he turned out to be shitty. If it was 
two weeks of talking and then this happened, I'd be even more pissed. And the thing is too, though, is if you guys would have talked for two weeks because your text conversations went really well, it would have been even fucking worse. Yeah. So even though the four day rule didn't work great for me, it's still better. To be fair, that was your first try. Yeah, I I don't <laughs> think it was the rule. I think it was the guy. It, it definitely was the guy. Like you said, like it could have been so much worse if it yeah. was literally two weeks of you guys having this like witty conversation and like both of you seeming to be on the same page and all this stuff to this. A ghost. Yep. A literal <laughs> ghost. A spirit. Was he real? We don't know. You just see, <laughs> you see the plugs floating into the sky. <laughs> I think definitely... A big thing about the four-day rule, too, is you can analyze their texting habits before and after. Because for the first four days, obviously, it's new and it's it's exciting and all this kind of stuff. And you want to be talking to this person. You go on the first date. And if the texting drops off after the first date, you know that it's maybe not going to be a thing. Versus if it stays at the same interest level, you know, okay, well, maybe it's time for a uh, second date. Yeah, you know, no, that's a good point. Because, for example, like the guy that I was seeing, um, let's call him Alex. Um, the first two nights that I started talking to him, I would stay up till 2 a.m. talking to him, which is so unheard of. Like, I go to bed so early. It's like 9 p.m. and Carly's like, okay, lights off. Literally. So I would stay up. Nikki was asleep next to me for an hour while I was texting this guy, which was so unheard, so unheard of. Like, we did, like, four-day rule. Like, we did go on a date after, like, the four days and all this kind of stuff, and it was great. After that, after our second date, our, like, the texting habits, like, dropped off. And then recently, he was, like... So we had, like, a weird, like, sexual experience, and he didn't text me for a day after. And What is that podcast coming? Because I haven't... Carly said the story is so bad, she wouldn't even tell me. It's she, just embarrassing. I'm still... Scarred from it. It's too fresh. I can't tell you yet. We had a weird sexual experience, and so we went the whole next day not texting. And I was like, what does this mean? Like, and it's not even that I would be offended if he was like, I don't want to hook up anymore. I don't want to see you anymore. But, you know, don't let it be awkward like this. I've matured. I've stopped ghosting people. I haven't in a while. Like, I feel like I've actually just been like, very honest. It's it's way better to be honest. But like 19 year old me was like a little bitch just walking around breaking hearts for fun. Yeah. But it's so crazy because like the Alex, that was my third date. So yeah. it's not like we didn't know each other and like yeah. all this stuff. We also like, I've known him, we went to the same high school and all this stuff. So like. Yeah. And wasn't he like, oh, I was he was so like, into, you, so in into high you in high school. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, all right, whatever. You're like, so, I didn't know who you were, but. I, yes. I do, did not. But whatever. But we, like, had really deep conversations that night, which I feel like is not bad because we've gone on three dates. It's been, like, a month. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. All this happens. Like, I'm leaving. He's, like, kissing me before I leave. All this stuff. Crickets. The next day. And I was like, okay. So then I text him later in the day. And I was like, okay, well, does this mean, like, we're not talking anymore or whatever? And he texts me back. And he's like, TBH, you seem kind of clingy, like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> you were the one who instigated the first couple days of us talking till 2 a.m., full well knowing that I go to bed at 9 fucking p.m. to us talking on the phone. Like, he called me in New York. He FaceTimed me in New York. Yeah, he was... Super normal ass fucking shit. And then to be like, you asking me to text you all the time is so clingy. And I was like, I didn't even ask you to text me. I said, are we still talking? Because we had a very obviously awkward situation for both of us. So, like... And then I he like didn't text you, yeah. 
I feel like that's not unreasonable to be no. like, what's going like, on from here? Yeah. If you were being clingy, I'd tell you you were being clingy. You weren't. You literally just like, it had been a day and you were like, so are we like, what's happening? Literally. And I was like, the fuck is going on? And yeah, so I was like, all right, well, clearly this is not it. Like, good luck with everything. And he replied to me, cheers. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> so I, I literally just deleted his number out of my phone. I was like, I'm done with that. So, I don't know. This is such a waste of fucking time. (laughs) It is such a waste of time. It is such a waste of time. And, like, I told that story because it ties into the texting frequency of, like, after the dates. Like, I feel like you can gauge if they're losing interest or if they're gaining interest. Yeah. By if they're keeping up texting and then maybe maybe the texting drops off because it's not as, like, fresh and new. But maybe you do a phone call. You know, yeah. like, what is the evolution after the first date and all that kind of stuff? I don't know. I feel like I give it four days is the perfect time, right? So you match. You have four days to go on the first date. After the first date, you assess over the four days. Is this going good? Is it going better than it was before? Or is it going worse than it was before? You know, and then, and then you decide from there, do you want to continue talking to this person and making plans and going on a second date? Or do you just cut it? Because you can obviously tell that it's not a thing. And that's a really good point. Because I feel like, especially me, like, if I know that they're not super, super interested, like, I don't want it. Like, even if it, like, drops down a bit, they're like, eh. Mm -hmm. You know, I wouldn't even want a second date then. Exactly. And I think, like, four days is pretty fair. Because, like, people have lives. I get it. Like, people have commitments and busy things and, like, all this shit. Obviously, they don't have time to fucking text you every day. Or, like, well, that's... I take that back. <laughs> Everybody don't. has time. <laughs> but, like, maybe it's not at the same frequency of when you first started talking because it's not as fresh and new and exciting. But, like, if it's a considerable difference. Yeah, I'm always, like, a all, two texts wasted, a day, bitch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> all in all, though, you've wasted a week to do a first date and then realize that either it's good or bad. And then you haven't, like, unnecessarily learned or told someone about you. Mm-hmm. So... Because now I'm like, this fucking dude from the first story who I've never mm-hmm. even met knows too much about me. I know too much about him. And it's just like, I feel like then when it doesn't go well, it's even like more of an impact. Yeah, because they know, absolutely, because they know so much about you. And that's why it like sucks with this Alex guy, because we had a really deep ass night. Like I cried like so many times. Like we had a very emotional night and I thought everything was fine. And then it wasn't. And I was like, huh? And it's just like so shitty. Yeah, I feel like that situation was, like, unavoidable, too, though. Like, it Mm -hmm. was the guy. Like, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, like, you're less hurt. You're less, like, I don't know, you regret less because having somebody know that much about you is so... Like, I'm the kind of person that I'll give that information away freely because I don't really believe in being super guarded. Like, my whole thing is I believe in being very honest and open and being like this is me as a person you can either take it or leave it and like if you leave it it's that's fine too but at least I 100% was authentically myself you know so like I don't shy away from being open and honest like and vulnerable with people but like what you said on if people know everything about you like I feel like maybe that's a second, third date type of topic to go into your traumas, to go into your... No, literally, from now on, I'm dead. I'm wait. <laughs> and the thing is, too, is you can go in depth on subjects that aren't your traumas, right? Like, you can go in depth... I know, depth. it's not just, like, trauma. Like, I'll ask 
I'm like, I was going to say like insecurities and like, <laughs> this is, is all like, and like, yeah, bad breakups. We're back to, okay. Yeah. No, nope. see, do you, <laughs> these do, are, these are all no topics. No, those are big no <laughs> topics. Instead talk about like their biggest achievements or their life goals or like ask them about their schooling and their education and oh like, my God, what? I don't care. <laughs> Nikki, you have to care. They're, uh, like if they're going to be your partner, like if they're going to be my partner, I need to know. <laughs> yeah, but you no, also I know need to know saying. if they are going to ghost you after the first date. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just saying. So, all in all, if you've learned anything from this episode, it's that abide by the four-day rule, both before and after the date. So, when you match with somebody, make a plan no more than four days out. I don't care if it's a Monday or a fucking Saturday. It doesn't matter. Like, you can have time in the four days to make it work. That also, I feel like, signifies a lot. Their willingness to make a date in four days. And you don't have to message them and be like, okay, when's our date? You have from one to four days to figure it out. (laughs) But, like, obviously, I would feel like if they are into you, they would want to see you... Reasonably soon. (laughs) Reasonably soon. Versus three weeks from now. That's a big no-no. So, abide by the four-day rule, both before and after. So, when you match, go on a date up to four days after you match or meet or whatever, and then assess how it is after. Maybe after the first day, you realize, like, it's not the one. Maybe after the third day, you're seeing signs that it's just not it for you, and you don't go on a second date. Maybe after the fourth day, it is good, and you do want to go on a second date. And I know four days after a first date for a second date sounds crazy, but if you guys get along and you continue to get along, why would you not want to hang out with that person again? Or, like, just to make sure, like, whether, like, yes, it was actually good or, like... Because mm-hmm. sometimes after the first date, you're not sure, sure. Mm-hmm. So you have that buffer in between. Because, like, even if you go on your first date on, like, a Wednesday, four days, like, seems short, but it's actually long. When you think about, like, all of the things that you're doing in between the Wednesday and the Sunday, you're doing so much shit that it'd be nice to decompress on a Sunday brunch with this girl you wanted to date with, like, the week before. Yeah. You know? So. I think it's also, like, a good, like, if they're seen and talking to tons of girls, they probably won't be able to make the four-day rule work. Mm-hmm. Which also says like, a lot. Because, yeah. like, do I want to be seeing somebody that is seeing 500 other people? And it's like, and I can schedule in, in August. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, I think overall, like, the four-day rule is just a really good modern dating rule to just assess life and... Make sure you don't waste your time and don't get unnecessarily hurt. Absolutely. Also, please remember, don't trauma bond before you go on the date. Please, (laughs) please, please. Because it also hurts less. Takes notes. Literally take (laughs) notes. Because it also, it hurts less to fucking deal with if it doesn't work out. To be ghosted by someone you know literally nothing about. Exactly. Whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Have I learned my lesson? Stay tuned for next episode. Stay tuned for next episode. We'll see. Maybe Nikki will have a boyfriend next episode. We don't know. Anything Why did happen. I almost say I hope not? I kind of hope not. This is more fun. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? We'll see. I asked the universe for content. <laughs> you really did. My whole life since launching this podcast has been content. I'm not mad. <laughs> I don't think anybody else is mad, but like I kind of am, but whatever. 
I'm doing it for you guys. That's it for today's episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to screenshot this episode and tag me at Hey Bitches Podcast over on Instagram. I would love to chat shit with you in the DMs about today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to Hey Bitches Podcast anywhere that you listen to podcasts. New episodes come out every single Tuesday and Thursday, and I cannot wait to see you in the next one. If you are an Apple user, make sure to leave the podcast a five-star rating and review. It really does help me out, and I would really, really appreciate it. Also, before you go, don't forget you can become a Patreon member at patreon.com slash heybitches, where you can join the little bitch, bad bitch, or that bitch tier to get things such as merch discounts, early episodes, exclusive monthly episodes, and more. For that, all you have to do is head to patreon.com slash heybitches. I love you guys. I hope you have an incredible day. And for now, bye bye bitch. <laughs>